All right, we're good to go, mate. Um, as I was uh, starting to say just before, um, been following you for quite a while, massive fan. Um, there was a story that you put on your Instagram last week where you were telling people, if you're gonna be successful, you have to put in the big hours. Mm. And you were talking about how you got into the gym. So you're a PT, you got mm. into the gym, I think it was like just before like 4 o'clock or 4.30, 5.30, but you got up at like 4 o'clock or yeah. something, something ridiculous. And then it was, it must have been like 7 or 8 p.m. at least, and you're telling people that you're only just leaving work now. Mm. And then you couple that in with having a newborn child. Mm. Uh, mate, how do you juggle working 12 hour days, very little sleep? How does your body function and how do you make it work? Mate, it's a, it's a lot of caffeine, man, um, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, uh, if I'm honest with you, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, it's but it's, it's, I'm super competitive and mm. learned very, very early on in my career that if I wanted to be good at what I wanted to do, I had to put in the, the hard work. You had to you know, use your own two hands and put in the work. And um, as I say, man, you've got to beat the sun every day. Fucking yeah. rise before the sun and, and be still hustling you know, past the sun. You know? I'll, I'll win you know, one day and then five days and you do that by a week, you do that by a month, you do that by a year and you start to, you start to get somewhere. But people don't like the, the long slog, man. And, and unfortunately, in our generation, in our time, and I don't know if it's social media, but everyone wants the, the now, 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 but no one's really prepared to, to, to put in the you know, 10, 12, you boys would know, 15 hour days, you know what yeah. I mean? So. Look, is it hard, man? Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, boy. Some days it's, it's fucking brutal, man. And you come Thursday, Friday, you're tired, but you look back as to how far you've gone, and you're like, man, I'm not, I'm not gonna stop now. Like, it's yeah. just getting started, you know? So, momentum is key. Out of curiosity, when did that click? Like, so obviously you started in PT. Did you, yep. did you go straight into doing those hours, no, or what man. changed? Uh, yes and no, I, I did an apprenticeship out in Bond Street Fitness first, um, and my, my mentor at the time was quite old school, man, in the sense that, like, if you wanted to work, like, you needed to put in the hours. So mm. I was 22, man, working at the time, you know, Fitness First is the busiest club in the country, and mm. was, like, surrounded by boys that were doing 30, 40, 50, 60 session weeks, and I was like, wow. Fuck man, like the, the ceiling, the, the sky's the limit here. So I quickly learned that if I wanted to get anywhere in personal training, like long days were, were part of the job and come Fridays and the weekends, I was just a vegetable. But I knew that, you know, Monday to Friday, I, my career could get somewhere if I followed what they had done. Yep. So, but man, if I'm honest with you, probably like 24, 25 is when, when everything sort of really started to click for me. And I was like, hold on, like, I'm getting something with this. I'm not gonna stop now because whatever I'm doing is, is working really well. Yeah. Was it, was it when you started taking a bit of, tasting a little bit of success then that really started to motivate yeah, you man. more? 24, 25, yeah. like you're sort of, probably same with you boys, and you're not really hunting per se, you've got quite a good little portfolio, people mm. are starting to know you, you have people coming to you, referrals, um, it starts to sort of work by itself. So the, the hard work and the foundations had been done and now the business is starting to sort of build itself, you know? Yeah. Mm. And with this little sleep, like obviously you're very, very good with nutrition. I have to ask. Well, nutrition I, is terrible if you follow me on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's right. You know how bad well, it is. It's I'm healthy Monday to Friday. I'm I'm shocking. Oh yeah, I see those. Uh, I see you walking into Woolies buying the chocolates. Don't worry. Mate, they you always get you. Man. So how, how important <laughs> is always nutrition? Um, look, man. I mean, I, I can't sit here and preach to you good food because my 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 food intake is is high, man. I'm between mm. you know four and a half to five thousand calories per day to, to wow. get me through. Wow. But that's factoring in you know fifteen to twenty thousand steps or train for myself. Um, 
personal training is very labor intense. You know, you're picking up weights, you're coaching, you're queuing, you're walking around. So my diet's extremely high in carbohydrates. It's a lot of rice, a lot of passes. Yeah. Um, my vegetable intake could be better, but I mean, <laughs> for the time being, it works. Yeah. So I keep it that way. Okay. And what happens when you start like, a, when, I, when I have four or five hours sleep and you're telling us that sometimes you have to run on that, yeah, like especially if you're not getting to sleep straight away and you know, you've got to be up at, what, do you get, what time are you getting up tomorrow? Like three o'clock or something? Mate, uh, tomorrow morning be 3.30 start. Yeah, like how do you do that? How do you manage your energy throughout the day? Is it your body clock or your body's just become accustomed to that? Um, yeah, man, I think, I think over time you adjust. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, some days I'm tired, man, like the mid-afternoon I crash, but what I tend to do now and what I've found is if I, if I schedule my training for the afternoon, it sort of gives me a bit of a kickstart into the rest of my, into the rest of my, my day. So sort of that 12 to 3 o'clock is when I'll sort of have my break and do my thing and, and sort of detach from, from clients and uh, co-workers and Instagram and so forth and train and have a shower and eat, and then I'm pretty much good to go again for the afternoon. But... Um, yeah, still, bro. Like, there's some mornings, man, you just slide in, you're just like, not today, man. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's normal, bro. But I mean, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a point now where I feel like the last six years of hard work is really starting to pay off. And mm. I'm, I'm hungry now, man, especially when I have my little boy at home. It's, mm. it's, it's different now. So not only do I want to be the best for me, but I'm like, man, I've got a, I've got a girl and my boy at home to look after. And yeah. they're my priority now. 100%. Would you advise, so a lot of our audiences wants to be driven by high performance, whether it's their real estate or real estate business or other businesses they've got or adventures, what would be your tips or advice knowing what you know now over the last six years, whether it be sleep, nutrition or training to maximize high performance? Mm. Bro, I, I'd probably say submerge yourself in the process and, and, and make mistakes early on. Mm -hmm. Like I was super scared to fuck up. Like I was like, everything that I had to do had to be perfect. And then there's a period until like my second or third year where I just sort of kept getting things wrong. Whether it was with clients, I wasn't getting results fast enough. Like what it just, things weren't quite working. So make mistakes early on in your career to therefore know what works later on down the track. Mm -hmm. And then like fully submerge yourself in the process. So. You know, whether that is, you know, hiring a mentor, going to courses, you know, giving up your weekends to, you know, work or go to an appraisal, whatever it may be. Like, again, man, like people want the, the, the big bucks today and tomorrow, but like it doesn't, it doesn't, it just doesn't fucking happen, man. Mm. It's a 10, 15, 20, 25 year process mm. that like majority aren't willing to do. So if you can hustle hard in those first, you know, 12 to 24 to 36 months, um, Hustle hard in those first 24 months, submerge yourself in the process and embrace the losses by, you know, year five and year 10, mm. man, you'll be flying, you know? Mm. It, you're doing extremely well for yourself now. Thank you, bro. How do you, how do you, when you're comparing, if, if you compare yourself to, say, someone that's doing okay, what sets you apart in the PT world? What are you doing differently to them? Ooh, that's a good one, man. Um... Fucked up to ask my clients. <laughs> so what? I, I, I would, I would, I would hope that there's probably a level of, of, of personal that I bring to personal training. I mean, like, if you're if you're a client of mine, like I know you inside out, back to front, upside down. I'm touching base with you on a regular basis. There's a level of professionalism on the gym floor. There's also a level of professionalism between our relationship, um, an immense trust um, and respect between both parties. You know, mm. so. I take personal, when I first got into PT, I had a, a PT that's no longer a PT tell me that I took personal training too seriously. Oh. 
And I was like, <laughs> bro, how, how the fuck, how is that possible? And this is someone's like mm. mental health, general health and physical health, like in your hands, like it's pretty fucking important, man. Pretty it's big probably deal. important is like, you know, someone's house and someone's, if you're a doctor, More like, important do you know what house. I mean? Like, yeah. mm. bro, like fucking wake up to yourself. Yeah. Like, I look at me now, I look at him and I'm like, well, you know, too, too yeah. seriously. Do you know what I mean? But like, mm. yeah, man, I, I, I take it very seriously. I'm very professional in my approach. And I think that's probably, I would hope is, what my clients would advocate that I separate yeah. me from everyone else. Yeah, cool. Okay. What about in terms of social media and building your business mm. outside of the client PT? What have you done to build your business, not just your skill set on the PT floor? Uh, you've, you've, you've got to help. Help is the number one. People love advice mm. and people love to see that you know how to do your job. So probably the same with you boys. I mean, you sell a house, you have videos and whatever it is. It's the exact same with personal training. You're putting up photos of clients, to, uh, you know, before and after you're putting in clients of them, you know, getting certain lifts. And the biggest one is, is, is free content and free information. People want to know how to do something and if they like your style and like your flavor and if you can help them get from A to B, then you're going to be the right fit for them. And, you know, they'll tell a friend and they share and Instagram's fucking powerful, man. It's mm -hmm. done wonders for my business. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I think I do well, maybe I do well with that, but I think in the modern time, if you're not on social media on either LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok now as well, Instagram, yeah. it's it's a massive hole in your business. Yeah, you you're know? on TikTok too? Man, I'm trying, man. I've got like 10 views over there. And I was like, this fucking, this is shocking. <laughs> I did last, I did last yeah. Tuesday, I haven't been back since. So, so yeah. again, I need to just suck up my own advice and be consistent to the process, you know? If I look yeah. at my TikTok, I look at Instagram, I'm like, this is stupid, man. But I'll get the... Are you, are you doing like courses? Because I've seen you do courses for like doing extra training with PTing. Are you doing that sort of stuff with social media as well? Or is it just trying and trying on different things? Man, my, my, in regards to my personal business right now, yeah, yeah man, it's, it's, it's evolving and changing, man. It's, um, I, I'm, I don't even know how it's happened, but I'm sort of now branching into coaching personal trainers. Which seen is, that. Yeah, bro. How did that is, happen? Mate, I, I had a, I, I hired an apprentice, uh, Marky Stevens, about two and a half years ago now. Uh, he worked under me and sort of probably similar to you, man, when you have bring someone yeah. under you and you teach them the game. And from there, man, I was, it's just sort of just snowboard on. I've just recently bought another girl, Gab. She's actually, it's her first day today. Nice. Um, and I've just started a six week course with a few other boys in the gym too, to really just sort of give back to, to PT. And a couple of years ago, man, the statistic was uh, 80, 87% of personal trainers fail in the first four months. Mm. Probably very similar to real estate, mm. man. The people come in and they're like mm. fucking ambitious, and some of them are really fucking good coaches, but mm. they lack the the understanding, the 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 professionalism. They lack the, the business, and they probably lack the, their work ethic. And if I can give you know five percent or ten percent to a few, then it could change that statistic, you know. Sure. But I, yeah, where where how did it happen, bro? It's just it's just happened organically, man. Which is probably, and I'm enjoying it too, you know. It's true. I've I've had a couple of mates that have turned in like will try PTing and you know great fit guys and everything and obviously gym junkies and then they've come into come into PTing and then yeah they're gone within a few months it's sad and bro and they're, they're probably really fucking good man yeah, they probably know their staff the they're probably super passionate about yeah. what they do how they look you know helping people but that's one side bro like how are you going to like generate business yeah. how are you going to walk the floor how are you mm. going to forecast you know your next you know couple of months how are you going to do your fast how are you going to do your tax this is the part that isn't taught at you know, PT High that unfortunately is like letting the industry down like quite a fair bit, probably very similar yeah. to real estate. I, I, yeah, it's true. 
I'd say like now you'd be a lot of repeat and referral clients. Is that right? Yeah, man. Most of my guys, most of my team, I've had for you know three to five. Luke will be five years, and everyone from you know two to three plus. So it's quite a very strong little team that I have, man. And I'm very lucky. So rewind back six, seven years ago when yeah. you were starting off. Yes. How were you getting business then? Because you did, there's nothing, there's no repeat. In the there's no repeat, man. You're, you're, just a, you're just a fresh kid in the block, man. I was yeah. this little punk. I was 22. I was walking around Bond Street thinking that I had a good bench press and a good squat and deadlift. <laughs> what was your numbers? Mate, so I think my bench was like maybe 110 kilograms. My deadlift was 200 and my squat was, you know, 160, 170. And I thought I was pretty big and tough and got into Bond Street and I was like, I can't really know what in here, you know? It was very humbling, man. Yeah. But um, bro, you, you you walk the floor, man. It's probably yeah. similar to you boys in door knocking. It's the exact same concept. So you're just going up to random people. Yeah, man. Hey, man, how are you? Do you mind if I help you with that technique and try and really? help your training? I've never had a PT do that to me at the gym. I've never seen a PT do that before. Oh, bro, that's, that's PT. That's PT 101. What do you mean training at? Virgin, no West. So if anyone's listening. Virgin, Virgin has a different yeah. model. Oh, different model. Yeah, so. Anytime doesn't do it either. Really? No. Maybe I went to anytime. Virgin too. and anytime, if you guys want to give me a call, <laughs> I'm welcome to. Yeah, bro, like gym floor, like prospecting is what I call it. That's what it's known as. Like you yeah, walk okay. in the gym floor, that is how you build a business. So that's what everyone at Fitness First is. That is what everyone over the last 20, 30, 40 years in personal training would have done. Have you had uh, anyone come up to you in the gym? Nah, not really. Not prospect. I've, I've usually go to Fitness First and I've seen them walk the floor, but no one really used to walk the floor. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, now, right. I just used to see them this stand out the front of the shopping yeah. centers with their free passes. Yeah, that's what I've seen. That's what I've had. Right, fuck Does right. that work? Uh, the free passes, I'm not too sure. No, no but actually, it. like, no, man. I'm, I'm, bro, I, I, I was brought up in a, in trained in a time where I had some of the best of the best in the country train me, and the way in which you build a good face-to-face business is you go out there and you help people and you provide value and. You know, you build a client base and you get mm. good results and then before you know it, you know, it's a, it's a repeat business game. So what's that dialogue where, okay, first I want to know who you're scouting out. Like, would you go and approach someone who looks like they know what they're doing or would you just go to that newbie? Oh, bro, <laughs> now, now it's different, man. I'm quite confident in myself now, man. I mean, yeah, I can, yeah. I'm very happy to talk to anyone um, and, and break anything down. I'm very confident in my skill set. I believe I can help you in some way, shape or form. But at that start, man, in those first few years, like, yeah, yeah, I'd probably go to someone that I could see, you know, needed my help the most. Yeah. Um, and, you know, be like, hey man, how are you? You know, awesome lift. He goes, yeah, cool. And sort of look at me like, I know you want me to sell me personal training. But I'm like, dude, I just, I just want to help you, bro. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, at the start, I mean, you're sort of looking for the, 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 the quiet, the newcomer into the gym. But as I've, as I've gotten more into my game and understand, you know, training to a better level, man, I'll talk to, you know, 9% of people in there now. Wow. Everyone so, knows you on a first name basis. Everyone does now, man. Yeah, it's, it's been uh, be six years in October I've been there. So okay. time, time fucking flies in there, bro. 100%. So when you're, like, if you go back, like, six, seven years ago to now, like, what's, in terms of skill set, has it changed a hell of a lot? Oh, yeah, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I look back to where I, when I first started to where I am now, and, like, I can say, you know, I've learned a lot, man, but... Uh, probably very similar to your mates, man. Mm. You, you think you know how to train, mm. and there's one thing to like train, and there's another thing to coach and articulate how to how someone mm. else to train and move. Mm. You know, mm. so um, it took a lot of trial and error, man. The more people that I met and the more people that I helped, the more I was like, man, there's no one size fits all here. Every mm. approach was different. So I do have another question that I really want to ask you. Um, 
In terms of apprentices, I've, I didn't even know that people had like apprentices or assistants mm. in PT. I didn't even mm. know that was a thing. Mm. Tell me about that. Like, is it like, well, I know with my business, they're there to, you know, help me do an open house or um, prospect for me. Is that what they're doing or are they PTing for you? Great question, man. So pretty much, um, so with Gab, for example, with Mike, I brought them under the under my business and I mm. teach them how to build a successful six-figure business in 12 months. Okay. Wow. So from teaching them how to lead gen, how to do the back end of business, how to read their numbers, how to floor work, how to design a program, whatever it may be, like whatever it is, whatever is required to help you build a business, I'm gonna show you. So in 12 months time, we shake hands and you live a, a long, successful career in personal training. Okay, yeah. So um, yeah, man, like, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works. You come to me fresh out of school and I'll, I will help you build a, your perfect six-figure business in 12 months. Okay, so and they're not- government yeah. subsidized that process or do you have to pay for it yourself? Man, that's, that's a, that's a so I'm a contracted fitness first and then they're a subcontractor on the HPPT. Yeah, wow. So yeah, man, it's a lot of weekly development, a lot of sit-downs and catch-ups and you know, this really sort of blow things up for you and it's good, man. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it because yeah. a, a PT's come to me and they're like, you know, things are bad, I'm like, Man, things are great. Mm. You're in the you're in the you're in the best position here because you're about to learn A, B, C, and D, and mm. they give you a call in twelve months' time. And they're like, man, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, you know, it's good fun, man. So it's not like you're palming business off to them. So uh, like if, if, if I get clients that wanted a six thirty, for example, a month, I couldn't take you one, and I I push you down to you know to Gab or to Mike or so forth. We have Mike when I had Mike, and um, you know they create business and they get busy and get a feel for things and understand how it all works. But yeah, man, my, my, like I said to you, my, my, my purpose right now, my goal is to change uh, personal training in Australia. How? It's a great question. I, haven't <laughs> that I was actually talking to Joe on the car right here and, and we're talking about this and I had another guy ask me today, like, where's HPPT go now? And I'm like, if I can help 100 trainers a year, mm. that's 1,000 trainers in a decade. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. Mm, so, yes. okay. um, I've got a few things in the pipeline that I want to do. I really want to, I'd love to like, my dream man at the moment would be to pack out the hoard and pavilion with personal trainers wow. and teach them, how to, teach them how to create and build a business that they're fucking proud of. You know what I mean? Mm. That's not paycheck to paycheck. You're not worrying about gym rent, home rent. You're out traveling and living life and, and, and enjoying things. You know what I mean? So mm. that's where I want to, hit now man but also keep my face-to-face command because I, I love that a lot okay. how much is face-to-face versus training or online stuff man I, I, online and me haven't quite worked out um we've we've come together a few times but you've, you've got to submerge yourself in one versus the other i, I don't know anyone just yet mm. that can do both really really well it's either you do one really well or do the other one really well it's hard to manage man because it's a bit of a clutch thing. It comes down mm. to what's coming in versus what's going out, you know. Mm. So, um, a lot of my, a lot of guys that I know have done sort of face to face and then dropped the face to face and moved them to online, which is cool. It for works, it works. But you need to be submerged in either one or the other. Don't mm. both, both just can't quite flow. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think actually thinking about this, I think one of the big reasons why I actually really liked your content was it's all about calories in, in and out. Like it's, it's not, all it is, brother. it's not, it, it doesn't it's matter if you eat greens. And, and here's the thing, I, I, have, I have a big battle is, with my partner every weekend. She's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be eating healthy and I'll be having a cheeseburger and I'll be like, but it fits within my calories. <laughs> and obviously I, I keep going and then I overeat. But I didn't, under, I didn't know that obviously before I saw that on your Instagram with um, 
With calories, it doesn't actually matter. Like, if you're trying to lose weight, it doesn't matter at all whether you're eating doesn't a burger matter. or grains. It just if matters. You want, like, this, this just, if, I can put, if I can put this quite quite simply without getting too, like, numbers-wise. Let's just say, for example, like, you're going to have 2,000 calories per day to, to lose weight, right? Mm. That's, that's how much you're eating. And within that 2,000 calories might fit, you know, let's just say, worst-case scenario, you might have a burger at lunch, um, maybe, I don't know, Thai for dinner, and... You know, God forbid, an egg McMuffin from McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. And let's just say that over those three meals, you totaled like 1,800 calories, right? Mm -hmm. Therefore, there's a 200 calories deficit remaining, mm -hmm. right? That's how you start to lose weight. Where people go wrong is that those foods might fit, but they necessarily the most nourishing for the body. Like, no, you're probably going to feel like quite average on them. So when you're eating mm -hmm. less, that's why it's better to have you know good nuts, your vegetables, uh, fresh fruits, clean meat because mm. they're gonna make you feel better for longer and fuller for longer too. Mm. But can you lose weight on eating burgers? Like, fuck, I shouldn't yes. say this, but technically you can. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like, I like that answer. Like I've done it. I can see it. It's been done. It's doable. What about the reverse? Can you lose weight by eating good foods but more of them? Yeah, man. Of in, a, in a surplus. So you're putting on? I'm in mean a surplus in calories, but yeah. I'm eating greens, just whole like man. Foods. You look, you look, you look great. You look but great. If I was eating in a surplus, would you? How does that work? Oh man, then you, I might throw in a burger or two. Then it wouldn't be too mm -hmm. bad. But I mean, like, yeah, bro. The, the the biggest people are like always just like people always shoot the bullet at carbohydrates. That's because carbohydrates are in every fucking thing that we eat, man. Like anything, yeah. anything good that anything that tastes good carbs. is carbs, man. So everyone's like, if you banish carbs and go keto, it's like, no, bro. If you just eat a little less <laughs> of this, then like the rest will just work itself out. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. What are your thoughts on going equation, like man. vegan or cutting out meat for long, for long, like uh, digestion? Man, What's your I actually, I, I'll tell you shit up. The last time I had a, I had a 550 gram steak. Which <laughs> made, yeah, man. So I'm very sorry. Um, I love meat, man. Yeah. I could never say goodbye to it. I just, you can't beat this steak that I had last night. It was, it was <laughs> fucking unreal, man. Salt, so, pepper, Italian herbs, olive oil. Like I was very happy. My stomach was happy this morning, but uh, what do I think, man? If you like your bro, go for it, man. Um, mm. I tried vegan for a day. It was fucking hard, mm. tough. I've done. I tried keto for a couple of weeks. Didn't like it. Didn't run well of fats. Um, I just eat a little bit of everything, man, mm. and I just make sure that I train and get in my steps. Steps is super important. I, people greatly underestimate how important just like daily movement is, bro. Like just get mm. outside and go for a walk on the phone for twenty minutes. Really? Mm. Yeah, do that three times a day. That's an hour of walking. Mm. Oh yeah, fuck, right, okay. Do it over five days, that's that's five hours of walking you just done. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's that's how that's mm. how fat loss happens, man though. Mm. Food one hundred percent, but daily movement's super important. Super cool. important. Say I turned up to fitness first tomorrow. Let's do it. Five thirty, baby. Oh god. I'd do it, but it's too far. Yeah, too bro. far. But if I did, say if I did, and I said, Harry, I want to lose some weight. What are the first, what are, what are, the, what are the, let's say the, the first few things that you're going to tell me to do or, or like help me change on that path? Cool. So for me, it's a, it's a three day food diary where I actually want you to write down and record what you eat over a three day period. So well, that's scary. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly that, man, because you're going to write this down and we're going to sit back and you're going to go like, why am I losing weight? I'm going to go, well, bro, there's, there's the answers, man. I'm not, that's not me telling you. That's you telling yourself. Mm. That's why I do number one. Um, and then over the next few weeks, we just make small little changes. I'm not big on like 
bang straight up. Like I don't find it works well and people rebel quite aggressively mm. too. So just little by little over two, three weeks and then before you know, man, you're in quite a big deficit without even realizing it. And you're mm. like, hey, this is, this is cool, man. I'm adjusting to this, it's fine. Whereas if I go too hard too soon, you kind of go, bro, that's, that's too much for me. I, I, I can't do that. Dieting's not for me. Mm. And then you yo-yos and you go back and down, back and down. So super important for me that I've found is, is a three-day food diary and then we sit down on Thursday, Friday, you go to yourself like, holy shit, man, there's, there's the answer. I'm like, well, bro, let's just take this out and change that and just jump on the scale today, let's jump on the scale next Friday and let's, let's see what's happening. And nine times out of 10, come the next Friday, you'll be down a little bit or potentially a fair bit and you'll go, fuck, wow, and then that's momentum. And off you go. It. Yeah, bro, anyone, anyone can. For sure. Going back like through your younger years, were you always, like lean, fit, healthy, or were you ever slightly overweight, slightly underweight? Man, I was, I was a skinny kid, man. I was a sprinter back in the day. Really? Yeah, yeah true story. I was a 100 wow. meter, 200 meter sprinter. What was, was your fastest time? Mate, I did a, uh, it was from memory, it was a, it was a 10 9. Wow. Jeez, that's yeah, fuck. I was quick, man. That's quick. It was. Um, that was when I was about 15, so it was a long time 15? ago. Now. I think it was sure. down my arterial hamstring, but I mean, wow. um, yeah, be about 10 9. Wow. And then, um, man, I was, I was a little soccer player too, man. And then oh, that's cool. I sort of got into the gym quite early on, man, and started sort of beefing up and played a little bit of league. And then, but yeah, to answer your question, no, but I have put on weight so I understand how to do it. And then I've also brought weight back down. So I've understood both spectrums. Mm. Have I been like overweight and lost like a lot of weight? Like, no, but I understand the, the mentality and mechanics of how to, you know, get mm. result A and result B. So if someone wants to be healthy for their job and their lifestyle, what are the things you recommend? Is it lifting weights, running, walking, like what type of activity? And then in terms of nutrition, like obviously you pump coffee. Like what are your tips when it goes to being the most energized and effective in your, in your job? Oh, bro. Uh, am I talking from my personal or to how I would get someone else to Let's do say, it? for example, you train a real estate agent. Yep. What would your advice be to that person to be the highest performance they can? Number one is to beat the sun. Mm. So be up before the sun, therefore be up before your competition, and then be working past the sun, be working past your competition. Number one, and then number two, bro, which is super important, which I wish I could do, but train before work. Like mm. get it over and done with. And it just puts you, the body gets moving, the endorphins get cranking, the blood gets moving. Like it's a good, it's a good fucking feeling. Like you can cross it off the to-do list. Mm. Bed made, teeth brushed, trained, breakfast, now work. Like before you've even gone to work, you've just crossed off five things. So. We're talking about high performance, we're talking about momentum as well. So mm. super important. Um, good food, like good, like um, organic food, I'm a, massive, I'm a massive believer in organic chicken, organic veggie, organic steaks and red meats. Yep. Good quality foods. Um, the fourth one which I'm trying to practice myself is balance. Mm. Like be submerged in work and work hard like 100%. And I'm probably to a degree like fucking too extreme, but also know that there's a partner at home, there's my boy at home, there's friends outside, there's also family, like understand balance. And then number five is then make all five work at the same time. Mm. Spinning plates is what I call it, DJ, yeah, which wow. is fucking, mm. it's tough bro. It is. I look at Swedish house math, I'm like, fuck, I don't know how those guys do it, man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, how, how do you, um, how do you do the balance? How, how do you manage I that? don't bro, if I'm, if I'm black and white, honest with you boys, yeah. I, I fail a fair bit on it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm getting there, man, slowly and uh, you know, trying to figure out ways in which I can be at home whilst things are also working for me mm. uh, at work. 
it takes time, bro. Yeah. Um, and you know, really make sure that when I'm at home and, and with uh, with Jay, and my boy, I'm super present and I'm there with him because they deserve my time probably just as more than anyone else does. Yeah. But yeah, bro, it just takes time and error and be happy going like, cool, man, this week I wasn't the best at home, so the weekends I'm gonna really be the best that I can be. Yeah. That's tough, bro. It's it tough. Is. It's tough, man. It's I'm really hard. You guys. It's, it's, it's especially, you know, you're doing those, you know, 12, 16 hour days, come the weekends, you're just, you're exhausted, bro. But that's when it matters most, you know? Mm. Do you get to duck home through the day or not? Um, off season for me, man, which is like December, January and like middle of the year when everyone sort of bounces to Europe, I'll sort of have a bit more free time to sort of get home and come to and from. But for the majority of the time, man, I'm, I'm in that gym on that Red Square from 5.30 till, you know, 6, 6.30, 7.30 most nights. Wow. See, I'd, I'd imagine you're getting home and your little one's about to go to sleep. Yeah, bro. Mum's mum bathed him, you know, he's ready to rock and roll. It's, it's, it's tough, bro. And mm. there's been a few times in the last few months where I leave in the morning and he's one and I get home at night time he's two and I'm like, I've just fucking missed that bro. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's like, that's what's even motivated me now to like, okay, I've got to get home quicker and faster, you know? So yeah, bro, he's a beautiful little thing. Being a new dad, what's the, what's the things that were the biggest things you've, you've learned from being a new dad? <laughs> Partners out there? <laughs> uh, mate, communication is fucking key. Yeah. Um, and just, You've, you've got to communicate to a whole new level. Like, isn't just going, hey, how are you? It's like, hey, how are you today? Like, <laughs> what's going on? What do you need from me? What's what's going on in your world? Um, you know, Jay, is a, she's a fucking unbelievable mum, man. So she's at home with him for most of the time. So when it's for me, just getting home, it's being present, bro. That's, she mm. doesn't want much. She doesn't want you know, me to come home and you know, clean the house and whatever it is. Just come home and just be present with her. So mm. communication, be present. Um, we, I'm working on being more alive on the weekends. So I'm putting in little tactics to finish a little bit earlier on Fridays to come Saturdays, I'm a bit more functional. Did you um, just die on the weekends? Bro, but yeah man, come the weekends, I'm, especially in those first six weeks when we just had him, it was, um, it was tough bro. Like, wow. I wasn't getting up as much as mum was, but I mean, come the weekends, I was just like, fuck, I mean, this is, Hectic, yeah. you know. You're just so hammered from work that you, on the weekends. You yeah, just right. And, and, and probably same with you boys. Like, if yeah. you if you got twelve, if you got twelve sessions in a day, that's twelve conversations with twelve different people talking about twelve different things. Like, it's a lot wow. of energy putting out. I get home and don't want to talk to my partner. <laughs> that's it, bro. So, like, you get home. It's like, but that's you get home and, and you get home. You just sort of like sit there, like you're just like mm. a, a blank screen. So. Mm. Uh, now I'm trying a few different things, which is uh, audiobook to really keep myself sort of a bit more switched on and keep myself a bit more engaged. And I get home now, it's literally for me saying hello into the shower, shower, be stressed, and come back out and you know try and be the best version that I can be for for her and him. Shower as soon as you get home. Shower as soon as you get home, bro. Phone and phone away. Phone and do the so best thing I've ever done. So Same as Andrew, not yeah, it. bro. You, yeah. you have to, man. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you get home and you're like, oh, let me just check my email quickly. Did that post have that post mm. go on social media? Did mm. the boys message me? Like, mm. fuck it, man. Who cares? Just leave the phone alone for an hour and a half, and mm. we'll check it tomorrow morning. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I, you know, it's park it, do not disturb, leave it alone. You know. How, do you get up straight away? Like. No. Do you do you struggle? No. Do you snooze? Mate, uh, this morning, this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is good. Mm. Thursday, Friday, it's uh, like, should, yeah. I, should I have COVID today? Or like, <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
especially in those like bro like three years ago uh i was hitting you know sort of 56 sessions in a week mm. and on my thursdays i was doing 15 a day so five wow. five and five i finished work at 8 30 and be back in at 5 30 but they used to sting bro so you just lie and you go like is this yeah. really worth it yeah man? like do you know so just on that is it really worth it what talk on like your Great experience question, yeah. that's something because uh, Kevin and I, we get coaching by a guy, Jeff Jowett. Yep. And one of his big things is like, you know, having that balance like you're talking about, like how, I'd love to hear your point on how important it is, those numbers, is it worth it? Like, yeah. Silence. Um, for where I'm at right now, bro, and where I've come from, 100%, mm-hmm. like 100%. Um, I'll tell you a story in a minute. It's, um, yeah, I, I had a few, I had dogs a few years ago and, um, man, at the time when I was personal training very early on, I, I wasn't making a lot of money at the time. Mm. And, uh, man, I went into Woolworths one night, checked my account cause I had, hadn't been paid just yet and, uh, didn't have enough money to, to buy them food. Oh. So uh, I'm really sorry, but I actually stole food from a, from a particular supermarket in order to feed them. But to this day, bro, I will never go back to that spot ever again. So like, is the 56 hour weeks worth it? Like it's probably excessive, but working to the point where now I can now provide for my family and for my partner and make sure that like, they're okay if I go tomorrow, that's super fucking important for me. So, mm-hmm. but bro, like if you asked me that, you know, a couple of months ago, would the answer be different? Maybe man, but like and since being a dad and, and, and it's, it changes the whole thing, bro. I'm like, I've got to do whatever I can to make sure this guy has everything and more. If I was yeah. gonna go tomorrow, you got yeah. that extra driving factor. It's now, a, yeah. it's a whole other, it's a, it's a different, different it's right. fucking hectic, man. Mm. Um, this morning I got up and I said goodbye to him. He's sort of like sound asleep. I'm like, man, let's get, let's, let's fucking go. Yeah. Got into the car, cranked Sunset Brothers, and I was ready to go, <laughs> you know. So. It's a shot of drilling. Mate, yeah. it's good. It's good. How do you, do you with, with stress? Like you've obviously you you're running a big company well not big but like you in my eyes that's big for a pt right like mm. having i don't even i don't know an, a, a pt with an, a, a, an apprentice never heard of that cool man so you're you're running a good business you're obviously just had a newborn yeah you've got everything else going on as well and you're starting up all that other stuff with the coaching how do you handle your stress uh meditation and journaling okay Really fucking important. Every day? Every single morning, man. Yeah. Um, I like weekends, I'm off the pedal again, but Monday to Friday, bro, it's my it's my holy grail. Hence why I get up so early in the morning, man. I get up at 3.30, quarter to four to literally um, meditate, journal, get myself ready for the day and just catch my breath and go, okay, cool. This is how we're feeling, let's rock and roll. Um, bro, like most men, man, let's be honest, like we're, we're shocking at talking about emotions. Like mm-hmm. it's just not our, just mm. not our strong point. Give me a 12 hour day, like, yeah, cool, no dramas. Tell you how I'm feeling, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Mm. So I journal, man, it just allows me to sort of express where I'm at, if I am super stressed, you know, why am I stressed, why do I feel that today? And, and writing it out, bro, like, it, it helps so much. It's very therapeutic. In what way? You're, you're, you're not running from the problem. Okay. You're going like, cool, yeah, today I'm really fucking tired. Yesterday was quite a hard day, um, you know, A, B, C, and D, and you go, Sweet man, it's actually not that big of a deal. It's all okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm a, I'm an overthinker man. Um super like that's just yeah, I need to change it. I'm trying to change that. But bro, exactly. my thing spin off and but the minute I write it down, I'm going like, 
what's what's really the big deal, man? Like everything is actually okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and meditating, bro. I, I got into meditating probably about four about four years ago. Mm. Completely changed my game. Completely okay. changed how I do things and and how I am. Um, did a course of Ambono meditation. Actually, learned how to meditate and. I give myself 10 minutes in the morning just to sit in darkness and stillness and bring my, myself sort of back to, you know, what's really important, bro. So do you, do you have know? a mantra or anything? I do. Yeah, okay. I do. So uh, this morning, man, was a good morning, man. I had a coffee and hydrolyzed sat there and it was, I was quite quick into it. Some mornings, man, I'm, my brain's super busy, but I, I keep to the practice, bro. I'm a big creature of habit. Yeah, wow. I I've done it. Like I've actually only done it a few. Do you, you I meditate? Yeah. Do you, bro? I do yeah. two. So I do a prime Tony Robbins priming in the morning. Fuck yeah! And then I do a Isha Kriya like side guru. Fuck yeah! At night, yeah, massive awesome. game changer. Massive. So how does it help? Like I like the point to do you it. Prime your mind for yeah. the day. Like yes. gratitude. You do like a mini prayer yeah. of energy, yeah. cleansing energy, and then the third one's what your um what you want to achieve. Three things, and then you do, so breath work at the start grateful bit of a prayer to like send energy cleanse yourself and then three things you want to achieve just sets the mind for the day and yeah, your focus you're just on man you're especially when you have a grow. shit day the next day and then you wake up like it just resets you and then have a cold shower um if i don't do the priming like uh, sometimes i'll do the um what's his name the uh fuck what's it called the breath work from wim hof, wim hof yeah, so i yeah. did that i so i'm just when I get bored of wim hof, hof i swap to mm. tony robbins when i'm bored of tony robbins i'll swap to wim hof but I always keep that morning practice. And then the side guru one at night is so good because it's like all about detaching from the your day. body. Yeah, the day. Already. So are you sitting in silence? So the, the both of, yeah, in silence, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But wow. I, I listen to stuff that runs me through the, the practice. I don't just sit there and think my own thoughts. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? See, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've tried both. I've done, yeah. Bro, how good is Tony Robbins? He is. The he, he, like, Tony Robbins and The Rock, they are like my fucking... Have you done any of your seminars? Yeah, no, bro, I haven't I've done, I've done Date With Destiny in UPW. You've got to do it, man. The best thing I've ever done. That changed my life. Did you life. walk on fire? Yeah. The coals? I did. Yeah, really? That honestly changed my life. Best thing I've ever done, ever. Wow. In, but, in, in what's in, like, what sense? Bro, like, just, it just... For me, oh, it just it gets you to understand why you think the way you think and like gives you almost like a, a new path or a silver lining and teaches you the techniques to change your trajectory to how you want it. It's just yeah, okay. the best thing I've ever done. Wow, bro. Yeah. yeah. He's, doing it, he's, do, he's doing it all online now because last night yeah. I want to do it like the chance, face to face. But even online is amazing. Like in, yeah. in real life, it's the best because yeah. it's just such a G up. But just what you learn about yourself and the body, next level. I respect that, bro. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's awesome. So you've listened to a lot of his stuff, man. Ah, uh, man, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah I, was, I listened to all three of them quite heavily, man. Did you get into personal development before or after PTing? During. During. Um, I read um, the very first self-development book was The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Oh, yeah. That's good, eh? But uh, I was yeah. into my like, second or third month of personal training and I downloaded the audio book and I used to catch the train from Bondi Junction to Martin Place every morning and uh, have Grant Cardone's American voice telling me it was my duty, responsibility, and obligation <laughs> to make sure that I was the most successful version of myself yeah. today. And then from there, bro, I just snowboarded, man. I, from there was The 10X Rule into the morning, the 5am club in the morning mantra. Mm. Yeah. That's where I learned the importance of journaling and gratitude and like mm. waking before the sun. Mm. 
Um, and bro, you look at the top CEOs around the world and Musk and Gates and whoever, like they are all up before anyone else. Mm. And they're just doing mass you know, productivity before anyone else has even done it. Um, Grant Cardone somehow managed to get eight hours sleep still. I'm like, how the fuck is he doing that, man? I'm doing something wrong. But yeah. looking at these guys who are producing and doing so much, it's mm. they're all up before the sun. Mm. Well, yeah, it's, it's true. Like you, obviously, you've had you've trained some big agents. Yes, Mike Thomas, Gavin Rubenstein, yes. Charles Tumor. Yes, and they're all they're all doing it before. Man, six they're hours all up before the sun, yeah. man. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a constant. It's a constant, you see the same thing over and over, man. If you, if you are elite in your field and you are the best in what you are doing, um, you are up before the world's up. And that doesn't matter what industry does. It doesn't matter yeah. what industry, man. It doesn't matter what you're doing, where you're at, where you're at with your career. Like if you want to be better than the guy next to you, be up before him. Mm. You'll be better next to the guy next to you, like be working when he's going to bed. Like that is how it happens. And it won't happen next year, probably won't even happen the year after. Mm. Might not happen the year after that year, but eventually, man, like it, it will come back. Compound interest, man. Yeah, big time. Man. So one thing I took away from general maths, compound interest. <laughs> what are your thoughts on like the balance between having effective time where you're like, oh shit, man. being, if you're, you're not, you're recharged enough where you can actually perform at your best yep. versus slogging out 12 hour, like 12, 15 hour days and then the momentum of your effective time reduces. Taking me a while, bro, but I I personally work well in twelve week blocks. Yeah. So I'll work my ass off for a twelve week block and I give myself a week off. And that this way, because I can, yeah. I used to try and push a man, and like last year with COVID was a bit different, man. I I sort of did four months in the trot, and then once COVID sort of like eased, I sort of took some time off. But have have blocks to go. Okay, cool. I'm gonna crank it now for twelve weeks, and then give myself a three day little weekend, and then we do the same thing and same thing because. You're productive, man. And most most people that I meet, like we like to have a start and a finish. Yeah. So if I go, I'm gonna work hard now till you know the end of April. Like I'm gonna crank it hard, but then I know that I'm gonna have a week off the to break, yeah, yeah, bro, recharge and read and spend time with Jay and whatever it may be to to come back in the following break and go sweet. Hmm. I'm charged. Let's go again. Have you always been like this? No. Okay. No, no, no. When did this change? Um. I do the same thing as well, yeah, by the way. You do. That's why yeah. I just finished 75 hard. That was my yes. free, yeah. free well, 75 days on. And yeah, then fucking earth, man. Week off and then back into it. Back into it, bro. But there you go, like, cool. Now I'm going to do another like little block. Oh, and it's then, fucking hard, those blocks, man. Yeah, oh, bro. Come like weed tan and we're and you're just like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you're onto the triple espresso. You're doing a few of those. It's like not even 11 o'clock. You're like, fuck, man. We're in for a long day here. Yeah. Um, what was the question? How long ago did you start this? Yeah. Is it before or after your UK? Bro, I, I would say probably about um, 28 this year. Let's say tw 24, 25. So you've been doing it for a while. It sort of shifted, okay. yeah. Well, and when I started it, man, I was like, this is this is a load of shit, man. I'm like, this yeah. can't be, like, these guys are writing books. And I'm like, but then I'm like, hang on, like, I look at them, and I look at like, again, like The Rock, Grant Cardone, uh, Tony Robbins, like, they're all doing the same thing, bro. Mm. It's exercise in the morning, it's have really clear fucking goals, and it's literally work harder than your competition. And I'm like, mm. well, hang on a second, if these three guys are fucking doing the same thing, then why am I doing it? So mm. I started probably doing it around 24, 25. Took me a good couple of years to like really understand how it would all work. Mm -hmm. um, and now, man, it's, it's embedded in my week. And if I don't do it during the weekdays, I'm like, I go to work and I'm sort of like, ooh, I'm off today, man. Yeah. I feel it straight away. So 
how much of that is actually mental versus like structure and routine, I couldn't tell you, but when I, there's, when there's mornings where I've, I've slept in and I haven't had time to, you fucking feel it, bro. You don't, mm. you're not. You're not that same. You're not, bro. You're not, you're not anchored, you're not I'm grounded. Going, you're yeah. like, what am I really doing today? Like, I know I've got a big day ahead, but like, what's, yeah. what for? Do you know what mm. I mean? So. Go, going back a few years ago, like when you were doing the blocks and you're a little bit younger. Yep. Were you partying, like going out on weekends and stuff Yeah, as well? what's that? Or were you, were you clean on those blocks? Right question, because I am, yeah, bro, I was, I was bad, man. Um. Yeah, because I've, I've, I've done my dash of being naughty. Uh, it's a bit different now, but um, it's hard, especially in personal training, bro. I'm probably very similar to real estate, man. If I walked in on a Monday and my clients are used to my energy here, my energy's here, they're like, mate, what's what's going yeah. on? Um, so I very quickly learned, man, that, that partying and mucking around mm. on the weekends had to had to hit the pause breaks. And now, you know, man, I, at the time, I, I, I love to usually travel. So now when I travel overseas and whatever it may be, I'll let my hair loose. But in Sydney and in those blocks, man, it's it's go time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, no alcohol. Oh, man, I love, I love my drinks. Um, <laughs> and the, the, the real key to getting through uh, a newborn is, is red wine. It is the secret, the secret recipe, man. Beautiful. But yeah, look, man, I, I love a good glass of red during the weeknights and I'll have a scotch or two on the weekends, but... Yeah, all the, all the other fun stuff, funky stuff, man. I'm, yeah. I'm a dad now, bro. Good. I'm past those days. Good, good, good. <laughs> oh, man. Feeling old now. I'm only a year younger than you. It's just like, ah, oh, kids. Yeah, how do you? Right. How did you, um, like, when you had, when they were first, when, when you, is it a he or she? He. he. When he was first born, how did you manage those hours? Were you still working? Mate, we are. I, we had him on uh, the Thursday and I was back to work on the Tuesday. So, I look back now, I'm like, well, when we have number two, I'll do things very differently because yeah. that was just fucking, it was hectic, man. Um, did I, how did I manage it, man? I, I, I couldn't tell you, bro. Those, those first six weeks are such a blur. You just, yeah. you just sort of just, you're in the motion, you know what yeah. I mean? And when you sort of step back out of it by week eight, week ten, you're sort of like, yeah. oh, fuck, how do we do that? Mm. And then you just keep going. Um, how did I do it, man? I, Kept to my routine, bro. Yeah. To be honest, man, I trained when I could. I meditated. I journaled when I could. I got home when I could. I tried to do everything that I possibly could, and it worked, man. Was it the best mm. way? Like debatable, but it worked for us at the time, mm. and it's mm. worked for my business and also worked for me. Mm. That's awesome, mate. My last question for you, just before we wrap things up, what? How would you define success for yourself, mm. and what does success look like for you in five years? How does? How do I define success? Mm. Um, Success now, bro, if you'd asked me a year or two ago, success would have been, you know, financial freedom and financial stability and not living paycheck to paycheck mm. and all that kind of stuff. But success for me now, bro, is 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 safety and love and, and having to go home to a beautiful home. And like that for me, bro, is that's success and that's that's success now, do you know what I mean? Mm. And, you know, parking the materialistic things for a second man, which we all love, and I'm guilty of that too, but like, you know, you go home to a beautiful home and you got your, you know, hope to be soon to be wife, um, and my beautiful little boy, and you're just like, fuck man, this is, this is success now, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? In five years time, bro, I, I really hope to, to, well, I don't hope to, I know I'll change personal training in Australia, mm -hmm. um, I don't know how that's gonna look and feel, but I'm, I'm, I promise myself that I'm gonna do it. And if I can reduce it by 5% or 1% or 2%, then I'll know that I've done my, my part for the industry that's done, you know, so bloody much for me mm -hmm. and given me so much of life, you know? Cool. My last question for you. Uh, 
whether someone's looking to put on muscle or lose weight, what's the biggest, what's, what's the biggest hurdle people? What, what's the, fucking cheese, I need to know, yeah, I need cheese, to know. It's the cheeseburger you've mentioned a few times. <laughs> what's the biggest hurdle you see people, whether they're putting on weight or trying to lose weight, what's the biggest hurdle you see people encounter and, and how do they get around it? Uh, is it Dan will probably it's, it's structure and routine bro yeah. you are so we are so set in like our ways and then to lose and change it you're like fuck that man I'm not doing yeah. that what yeah. are that for and it's like well on the weekends you're only going to go out on like for one meal and you're going yeah but I want to go mm. out for, for three meals I'm like well mm. come on man um, so just well, I, I just bring it back down to routine and man like put your mm. health first for three months I'm like I do put my health first I'm like well Mate, you're 10 kilograms overweight. That's mm. that's debatable. Mm. So priority, lifestyle, be open to change and stick to your structure and routine. Stick to your new structure and routine. And like I've said a few times, bro, trust the process. Cool. It always works. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Be great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on, bro.